Welcome to the Lowdown Big Show Friday. On today's show, Vancouver and Vegas stumbling, bumbling, tumbling, LA gunning, Oilers in a good spot, plus all kinds of rumors. You won't believe, we have the best rumors, and they're coming up in the next two hours. You can reach us at sports1440.ca, iHeartRadio, Radio Player Canada, after the fact at Apple and Spotify podcasts. We also tweet them out. You can text or call us at 833-401-1440. And the lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. On the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road, hurry in for financing as low as 0%, cash discounts, and more on remaining 2023 Sierra Half Tons, plus cash discounts on remaining GMC and Buick SUVs. WolfGMCBuick.com. So excited about this. We're on Twitter at Low Tide, at Donovan Paulson, and at Declan Kruger. I would spell them for you, but I can barely pronounce them, and we're just going to move on. We say hello to Declan. How are you, sir? Doing excellent, Al. How are you? Very, very excited well. for this Friday, this show. I think we have a good one. Me too. Uh, Donovan, what are you doing? What are you pulling over there? I am just uh, pulling the strings on everything behind the scenes oh, here. That's what I'm pulling. Smooth like Golson. Well done. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, our guest today, the return of Steve Lansky from Unnecessary Time Off. We warned him, and then we didn't do anything. He took two weeks, and we couldn't do a thing about it. Tyler Uramchuk's wild and crazy tread deadline and analysis and uh, declinations today. When ta- what time is declinations? 12.40 today we're going to be doing it. We have some audio lined up today. It's a good one. We, we're doing In light of Pete Weber... This week it was announced on social media, it was 12 years of Pete Weber's Who Do You Think You Are, I Am. Yeah. So we are doing the top five athlete, mic'd up moments, interviews, sound bites, things of that nature. Very excited. I always thought it was Who You Think You Are, I Am, but it, you said it's Who Do You Think You Are, because that doesn't make any sense what you said. I thought it was Who Do You Think You Are, I Am. But it, it, it that doesn't that. make any sense. Yeah, it, well, the whole point of it is it doesn't None make any None of it really sense. made sense, but, but I thought boy, he said, was it electric. Who... You think you are? I am. Like that makes that would make sense. But I get what he you're didn't make from. His, and he says well, the other thing he is he says who do you think you are? Okay. I am because he's the goat. He just does he, what he, he wants. He was like I think he would have like like killed a goat if the goat had been in the room. He was so wired. Oh man. Well, you 100%. know, you know why he said that, right? He was trying to defend himself from getting heckled by a small child. <laughs> Listen, man, those kids are vicious sometimes. Oh, my God. 12 years and I didn't know that, or at least I'd forgotten it. Oh, my God. Donovan, you know, we 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 treat you badly, but we do love you. That was well done. Okay. So, um, Lansky's coming in, apparently. I mean, I don't know with this guy. He His schedule is worse than Declan's. I never know. And, of course, we'll have your M check, too. Okay. Uh, Vancouver and Vegas are not playing well. L.A. is playing very well, but the Oilers really are in a good spot now. That Seattle game is huge. Our friend Jason Greger will be on at 2 o'clock today. He tweeted out, Skinner will start in Seattle tomorrow. Pickard will face uh, Pittsburgh on Sunday. Leon, by the way, remains on the top line based on the lines this morning. Boys, I'm going to put you to work right away. Are you ready? As ready as I could ever be. Let's go. I noticed your hair looks way better today. Thank you, thank you. you little, I did it just I did it for you. Just for you. <laughs> just well, you got a little, a little there's a little life to it, right? It's just not just flat. You're like, remember that Seinfeld episode where they had the bad uh, shower heads? Yesterday you had that, but today you look like you're handsome Dan. Well done. 
Thank you. I, I'd like to think I look like a million bucks right now, but did, uh, did you put any product in it or? Oh yeah, oh, okay. we're we're all loaded up on product <laughs> just for you, Al. I'm I'm glad you approve of this because you're you're my uh, my toughest critic right now. Okay, well I, you know I'm probably your only one, which tells, says a lot about me. Anyway, okay, this is the Pagnata from the fourth period. We had him on recently, did we not? Not recently, no. When did we maybe not, to- maybe not ever actually. I don't know if, if Pagnot has ever been hey, on our show. Haven't we had Pagnot on? With me? Yeah. Uh, n- no. Okay. Not, not that I'm aware. Of. I swear to God, I remember having him on. We had a nice chat. <laughs> Maybe you guys just talked on the phone one night. <laughs> okay. Anyway. The the interview that we had that maybe was in my brain and not on the radio aside, Pagnata does have some good sources, and he says uh, Edmonton's 2024 first-round pick is in play. I'm told they discussed packaging it with a roster player, doing the air quotes, to another club for a defenseman to upgrade their blue line. No decision yet. I'm going to do my McLaughlin group impersonation now. I'm going to go first go to... Uh, Donovan, Donovan, what do you say? What I say is that it was Chris Tanev. Uh, okay. I'm going to say it was uh, the first and Cody CC for Chris Tanev, but um, as because this matches up with some some reports from last night from Pierre Lebrun mm-hmm. saying that the the Flames were offered a first round pick and a roster player, but the reason they didn't go with it was because they didn't like the fact that the player had an extra year. Right. So that would line up with the, with a Cody CC and a first round pick for Chris Tanev, and it also makes sense why the Flames wouldn't go that direction. So I'm thinking it was that. What about you? Yeah, I hate to piggyback off Donovan this early, but I do think Chris Tanev was the deal because they would have had to pay the Alberta premium to get Chris Tanev out of yep. Calgary. I think that package makes sense. CC in a first. I think that's probably what it was. And now we wonder what the remaining options on the market are for a package like that, if that's still the price you're willing to pay. Because like Chris Tanev would have been the guy. I think it would have been a great fit. I think he is an upgrade over CC. I'm not saying he clears him in every, you know, it's not like a Nick Lidstrom versus a insert player here kind of comparison but he is better so now we wonder what's left on the table what kind of what kind of package are those two going to get you i think it's the first round pick warren fogel to pittsburgh maybe with something else for gensel i think fogel's gone just uh, to make money work if you're going to make a big splash i think fogel's going to be gone well this breaking damn news you've broken the hearts of lots of women and many men just by saying that i like warren fogel a lot but i have no i have no issues trading him if we're gonna make a splash in the top six and i don't think anyone should either so why do you think it's jake Gensel? is this just just a hunch or what's your uh i'm going based on and i've said it all along clearly you weren't listening i think ken holland makes his list and tanev was at the top and now he's checking down to Gensel, and Gensel's the target and when Gensel isn't the target, it'll be, I don't know, maybe it'll be Butchnevich. I hope I get his name right by the time they trade for him. It would be so nice, I think, for the listeners and for myself to get one damn name right. I, I, think, we can, I think we can do some nice rehearsing behind the scenes <laughs> before you come on air. You, and then we can, we can practice it together. Have you ever seen me in a rehearsal? I'm like the guy who doesn't practice hard. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Where's the beer? It's because you're that naturally talented that mm. when you get on here, you don't need to rehearse. You're like Matt Damon prepping for a role. It just shows you, up on set. You goes. already got the job. Don't worry about it. You know when I first saw that movie about the math one, which was Damon was in? Goodwill Hunting, one and, of the best. Yeah, and who was the other guy in the... Uh, it was Damon and... Uh, ben Affleck. Affleck. I walked out of the theater and I said, Matt Damon is going to make 500 gorgeous movies and that other guy is worthless and won't make a dime. Boy, you were wrong. God. 
Why would people listen to me about anything when I that was my take? Man. One day I'll tell you what I said leaving the arena in St. Albert one time when I'd seen the Saints and Lundmark and Comrie had played. I'll tell you now. I said, Lundmark will be a superstar. I don't think Comrie makes the league. So good. So, so good. What did LeBron say? You were talking to me earlier, Donovan, about what LeBron said. What, do you, what did he say? Well, I, I mentioned it uh, with to the say peg it again, note of thing, yeah. but it was Pierre LeBron said, because people were obviously upset that the Flames didn't get a first-round pick. Flames fans were at least. So um, they, he said that the Flames did have a first-round pick on the table plus a roster player. Yeah. Now, it, he didn't say which team it was. But if you listen to the reports from Pagnota and LeBron and kind of tie them together, you can assume maybe it was Cody Cece and the Oilers with the first-round pick as well. But it was, just from LeBron, it was first-round pick, roster player with an extra year, uh, not a UFA, and they didn't like that roster player. Here's my question for you, and the reason that I wanted to bring it back up, or bring it up again, it implies something else. If that's the deal, if they go, no, we we want the first round pick and we'll send you Tanev, why wouldn't the Oilers just tweak that deal and then send CC away elsewhere? CC has value. He's not just contracts fine. I don't understand what like the the whole. You could still make the deal. So what would be a landing spot for CC? Because now you have to find a team that he's got he's got term right, so yeah. it could be almost anybody. You could offload him for a pick. To a team that needs a defenseman, there's. I am telling you, right-handed defenseman, there's yeah, a need. There, there's definitely a market for him and a need, but I just, I wonder what team brings him in. Like, what kind of team brings him in? Well, I think any in team. In the playoff hunt, a cup contender, any rebuild. Team. Like, you probably don't want to. Why not? CeCe's a good, I, serviceable guy. He's a right-handed defenseman. He's all right, but if I'm, <clears throat> if I'm a rebuilding club, he's probably not going to be part of my future. Look, I'll tell you something. The Edmonton Oilers are very likely going to war with Cody CeCe. He's not a terrible defenseman. I know people are mad at him, and people are remembering last year. We used to talk about small sample sizes. We don't anymore. Cody Cece is less than the ideal second-line right defenseman for the Edmonton Oilers. I think they're going to war with him because I don't think – unless they're – Ken Holland has to say, okay, I accept Carrier, who is a really good player, and Nashville has to be willing to trade him. There's not that much yeah. unless they can get Adam Larson. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm mad about something I'm going to do uh, when 1220 and rumors comes along. I'm going to rail against the machine or rage, I guess, against the machine. Do you know that a lot of people listen to Rage Against the Machine and don't know that it's like a highly charged political band? I would, ima- I would imagine, yeah. They just listen think. to the music and go, oh, yeah, that's nice, really good stuff, but they don't have any idea what the lyrics are. Yeah, they've always been politically upfront. With How does that happen, them. though, that you don't know that? Lack of research, lack of <laughs> lack of in-depth dive. One more I don't thing. think that's too rare. Yeah, one more thing. Philip Berberg is practicing, and he may play tonight for Bakersfield. And that is something to keep in mind. Why? Because he was hurt. And why are they rushing him back? Because they want teams to see him play. I think Broberg might be traded at the deadline. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Who would Broberg be going out the door for, though? If 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 this is your assuming he goes out the door on deadline, would it be for a Bushnevich? Would it be for probably? I mean, the one thing I will say is that that I've followed Kyle Dubas a lot in my life, 
And I think Broberg is exactly the kind of guy he would trade for. Now, I didn't mention him in the Gensel trade, but I think that he is a player. Broberg is a player that would be valued heavily by Kyle Dubas. You know, the here's the thing about Philip Broberg. You trade for him today, you can put him in the lineup the next day, and you can play him for the next decade. And, like, I think he's more valuable than the first-round pick because the first-round pick might be 32 or 27 or whatever the hell it's going to be. And Broberg could be help you now. And I think Philip Broberg, if you've seen him play in the AHL, I know that Oiler fans are all about questioning his ability. I don't. He is an NHL player. I think he has high value. I believe that he would be a player that many teams would be interested in. JMO, as the kids say. Anything happened in the NBA yesterday that was exciting and worth talking about? No, nothing really worth uh, worth talking about here. I mean, obviously... You know, there were there were some good games last night, but no breaking major storylines or anything. That What's needs that to be kid? Right Why are they the calling him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Because he better oh, be yeah. good. <laughs> Robbie Avilia. He, uh, he plays for Indiana State. He is the reason they call him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is because he has the goggles the way Kareem had, ah. and he plays like jokish man. Like this kid, when March Madness rolls around and all the office pools are going, and everyone's watching college basketball for the one month they do a year, everyone is going to fall in love with this kid because he is so fun. He looks like your unathletic cousin or your unathletic you know the kid from class who sat in the back of the class or whatever it was but this kid can hoop he moves the ball really well oh he 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 looks even more unathletic than that but he can score he's putting up nearly 18 points a game he gets boards he can pass the ball with flash this kid is exciting indiana state they're going to be probably an 11 seed i would imagine they're going to win the missouri valley conference watch out for that team and watch out for that player because that kid is electric and he's a lot of fun uh lebron has just dropped something about the oilers and the vegas golden knight uh, and he talks about the fact that it could be a, like a head-to-head matchup, which we know. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights basically have a, some LTIR issues, which is going to help them. And LeBron says, and this is like fresh 10 minutes ago, my understanding of the owner's mindset going into the weekend is that they are ready to be patient, see how the market continues to develop. I think they're willing to be patient, especially when it comes to the forward market. Um, as far as I can tell, the playoff contenders trying to land a forward before Friday's deadline are Knights, Oilers, Rangers, Hurricanes, Panthers, Colorado, maybe the Bruins. And he talks about a bunch of them, but Genevich, Vitrano, Riley Smith, and Michael Granlund. Um, also Gensel, Tarasenko, Toffoli, Henrique, who, by the way, is getting mentioned more often. Eberle, Zucker, Mantha, Pacioretty, Winberg. Anthony Duclair, and Chuck Lefley. Any reaction from either of you about the name Chuck Lefley? I'm not jumping up and down. He played in 1970s. That's why I'm not jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had ancient okay. history. Forget the it. The old was, man so. tries to trick the kids and it doesn't work. Film at 11. Okay, on the way. Hockey rumors, declinations, Lansky, Yeremchuk were, were loaded we're loaded for bear. We've got a great show, and I suspect there's going to be a trade in 54321. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440 for Wolf GMC Buick. Check them out at wolfgmcbuick.com. Now, we play that song to introduce rumors today because mere days after I wrote about Zach Funk at The Athletic and the fact that the Edmonton Oilers need to be signing players who are free agents, Zach Funk, Prince George Cougars. I think he's leading the 
dubbed last time I checked anyway, Zach Funk has signed with the Washington Capitals. Yeah. And by the way, another guy I mentioned, Milo Rollins, signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Come on! This is, the, the orders are, are not, and you know, it may well be that the players are being offered contracts and they're not signing here, but the orders have to be way more aggressive here. They just do. They're getting bullied out of the market. Last year, <clears throat> they signed Carl Berglund out of college and he's played mostly in the ECHL. They signed Ryan Fanti a couple of years ago, a goaltender who has looked mediocre and has been injured most of the time. Now, they also signed Noah Phelps, and no fault of the Oilers, he ended up retiring, and, but he was going to play in the National Hockey League, guaranteed. So I'm not saying they're not good at it. I'm saying they have to apply themselves because they're trading too many draft picks. Rant over for now, but I'll want to return. Okay, we mentioned this a minute ago. Pierre Lebrun just released an article, and I highly recommend it for you. It's called Lebrun Rumblings, Golden Knights versus the Oilers. And he mentions, like, a ton of guys from Gensel, Tarasenko, Toffoli, Henrique, yada, yada, on and on, all the way down to Michael Granlin. So I'm going to say probably 15 players are mentioned, forwards. And then he says, regardless of who Vegas decides to focus on, and I certainly think Gensel, Tarasenko, and Toffoli all make sense, the Knights will have a luxury their rivals in Edmonton do not. They can take any cap hit straight on without having to worry about salary retention or third-party brokers or even having to trade away a player from their roster, all of which are real-life concerns for the owners in any tangible trade. Why? Because the Vegas Golden Knights have placed a player on LTIR. You know that. Not to mention the owners are also looking for a defenseman after trying to land Chris Tana before he went to Dallas. Interesting article. LeBron says, my understanding of the owner's mindset is they're going to do the weekend. What they're ready to be patient, but maybe maybe they get a little bit more aggressive as the time goes on. You mentioned Declan. I want to return to that. You're seeing Warren Fogle mentioned a lot lately. Seeing him mentioned in articles, yes, in my personal opinion, just because the money works. I think he's a guy that has some value. I think even with salary retention there on a guy that's going to be a big splash, like a Gensel contract, you're going to need to make it work somehow. He seems like the obvious natural choice to me. Okay. The I think the Otters do have to get a defenseman and a forward. I think the goaltending is settled law now. I think the defenseman might be a seventh defenseman, but... In looking at, I would like them to keep Fogel because I think that he's really good Evander Kane insurance. I wrote about it in the Athletic today, where Fogel, you know, if they trade for a right winger, he might end up playing with Leon on the left side, and then Kane drops down to play with McLeod, say, or even Holloway on the third line. Maybe that's a line, or maybe Corey Perry's in there. But I think that we're pretty clear here they're going to get a seventh defenseman. And the forward they're bringing in, who might be a center, I think he'll have good foot speed. That would be my guess. The Oilers need somebody who can scoot because they've got increasingly they're getting slower. You know, Corey Perry, I love him as a player, but he is not fast. Derek Ryan, not fast. Yanmark's okay. Yanmark tests out. I, I, I don't know if you've been following the. The uh, NHL.com has several, you know, foot speed guys, and I don't know how valuable they are. 
But Yanmark is a little faster than the rest of the group. Connor Brown's not bad either. Ryan McLeod is gone. Ryan McLeod could skate by you like at a parking lot or like at the shopping center and you wouldn't you wouldn't even see him. You'd be like, whoa, who's that? No, like he may That guy should go play for the Oilers. He may grocery shop at your grocery store on roller skates and you wouldn't know it. That's how fast he is. Very fast. Zach McEwen has been recalled by the Ottawa Senators. Mark Stone is now questionable to return during the playoffs. I know you're going to roll your eyes. I know you are. Uh, the LA Kings got some bad news. Looks like Adrian Kempe will be returning during the regular season. They were, I believe, kind of hoping, like you would, that he'd be out until the playoffs start. As it turns out, not so. Toronto Maple Leafs have acquired Ilya Labushkin from Anaheim. And people went wild about that. And I will say this to you. It's never bad to have an extra defenseman. And the other side of it is that, and this is hard to say, but, and I believe in numbers. I really do. But there are, there are value, there is value in having a shutdown defender. I used to have this argument about Chris Russell all the time, who, who did play uh, a little bit too high on the depth chart for the orders. And they did shoot the puck out and hit the clock, and then it would come right back in, and i get all of that. But in terms of goals, suppression at 5-on-5, five five, shots against, goals against per 60, Chris Russell did a job. And there, there's no really reasoning with people because there, he was not an offensive player at all. He was early in his career, but later on, not, as all, not at all. But that does have value. And... The Leafs may feel like that's the guy they could get. And after Tanev leaves, there's nothing really. There's nothing really. The Leafs made that deal because they have some cap room now. They also have some injuries. My God. The, you know, staying healthy is a big part of the deal. It just is. And we don't factor that in. Low Tide, the reason that some of these young undrafted players are not signing with Edmonton is that they see there's no opportunity for them to ever get into the lineup as Edmonton is in win-now mode. And all the draft picks the last number of years are playing in the minors, other than a couple of them. These other teams are signing guys are in need of a rebuild, and they can probably see a future with them. Makes it very hard for the Otis to sign them. Kevin and Prince Albert. Well, I would encourage the players and maybe their agents and maybe the Oilers to, to have send a picture of the depth chart because you can sign old slow guys till the cows come home. They all want to sign and win a Stanley Cup. But Oilers' speed and the fact that they are going to be paying big money to Dreisaitl, Bouchard, and then McDavid in the next while means they need value contracts. They need Philip Robert. They need Dylan Holloway. They need Raphael Lavoie. But they also need Xavier Burgo and Olivier Rodrigue and Lord knows who else. You need to have value contracts. And if you, sure, you can sign a guy for $1 million. Sam Gagne, Derek Ryan, Corey Perry. But how many of those can you have? Because foot speed is an issue at some point. And, and look, Ryan McLeod is a godsend for this team, but he'll need a new contract someday. And I like Dylan Holloway, but I don't know if he's going to score enough. The owners need to add. They need to add prospects, and they're trading 
draft picks six at a time, and I get why. I'm not even arguing it. Frank Vitrano has 27 goals on probably the second worst team in the league with 3.6 million can play both wings. Could add Henrique and one of the three bottom pairing D-men for one-stop shopping. Yeah, you could. Now, Vitrano is a little bit one-dimensional, but if you're getting Henrique too, I get it. McLeod is fast and accomplishes nothing, Randy. Are we doing this again? McLeod's a very good player. Ryan McLeod is, is a guy who can help you win hockey games. I know that my friend Wood Guy and my friend Bruce McKerney have either tweeted or written about it, respectively, in the last while. So I'm not going to double down more than suggest you read their articles. But these are valuable players, young guys like Ryan McLeod and Evan Bouchard, and I think Philip Broberg, if he ever gets to play. Ryan McLeod needs to be traded. Does nothing. Okay. Look, I'm used to disagreeing with everybody, so I'm that's in my wheelhouse. I have math people mad at me because I say things like, why are you so convinced that this thing is a bad idea even though the sample size is small? Why, why do we agree with your premise until the premise doesn't suit your argument, math folks? And then on the other side, when math folks have clearly shown that Ryan McLeod has extreme value, the observation folks from the observation deck go, I don't like him. I don't like the way he looks. Okay. Sure. Good plan. You know, Jacques Perrier was was not just a humorous skater. He was a funny skater. Jacques Perrier skated like he was slipping on a banana peel. I'm not lying to you. He he'd move his feet really quickly and he wouldn't seem to get anywhere. It was like whoop, 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 whoop. it was like a, a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Maybe people didn't like the way he skated, but he was a Hall of Fame defenseman. Visually, you can get deceived. If you see somebody playing well and their numbers are bad, maybe believe a little more in the numbers. And if you see somebody you don't like because they don't hit people, but the numbers are good, maybe, just maybe, the numbers are, are nudging you towards a change of opinion. Changing your mind, changing your opinion used to be something that people did. And I think we need badly to get back there. I don't know when we stop trusting math and logic. And I understand that sometimes people who use math are, are not straight arrows about it. That's been an irritant of mine for some time now. But Ryan McLeod's a very good player. Is there a reason McLovin is being talked about in a trade simply because of his salary? I can think of a few other forwards I'd rather send out. Well, they all have no movement or no trade clauses. McLovin is it. Why is he McLovin again? Is it that kid from that movie? Cause, yeah, Fogel in Superbad. Was, he got the fake ID and the name was McLovin. <laughs> so great connection by whoever uh, started that one because it is uh, very fitting. I will say that as, as maddening as some jack-o'-lanterns are online, the humor makes it all worthwhile. Who is McLovin? Warren Fogel. Low Tide, some, sounds like somebody needs to be put on the LTIR by Edmonton. It doesn't work like that. McLeod doesn't need to be traded. 
Again, he and others will replace the canes and such at contracts expire. Yeah, some of those contracts are long, man. I don't see, I will say this now so that I'll be right or wrong in the summer, but you'll have forgotten. Thank God. This whole show runs on your bad memory. <laughs> I think Jack Campbell gets bought out, uh, bought out. I don't see how you trade that contract. It would take like two first rounders. And the Otis can't afford to do that. JMO, as the kids say. Do you say that at all? Who are you asking? Well, you two are in the room. Uh, I was just wondering if you're asking one of us specifically, but no, I have never said JMO in my life. What about you? I've mixed it in, but I wouldn't say I say it regularly. Do you say when you're texting, do you go ha-ha or LOL? Ha-ha. I'm a big ha-ha guy. I got a friend. The funnier it is, the more ha-has I add. I have a friend who gets really angry over LOL. In fact, when I want to make her angry, I type in LOL. I don't understand why LOL has got a bad rep. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like it's a little passive aggressive almost. Really? I think so, yeah. Oh, well, then I'm going to do like it it's more a little, often. It's a I'm little totally. bit like you, what you were saying wasn't worth hearing. So I'm going to say LOL. Oh. Yeah. You know what you I'm You know one that I think I hate, and I really do? People use sorry the wrong way. Oh, yeah. I'll give an opinion. Go, sorry, low tide. Why don't you just say... You're stupid, and I disagree with your opinion, and here's why. Declan, why are you laughing? Oh, I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. Donovan, why are you laughing? Well, yeah, first <laughs> and foremost, I'd, I'd like my name to be said right. Well, but, uh, you try another show. You got to earn that. <laughs> yeah, you got to earn that. I, uh, That's not this show, sir. I'm, I'm laughing because this is, this is just funny. Uh, like, honestly, <laughs> sorry, low tide. It's like, true. And it's like, sorry, low tide. Just say it. I think you're stupid, low tide. Here's why. It's easier. The things that bug some of the uh, elderly population. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're laughing at me. Okay. Yes, I'm just laughing at you. Red says, don't forget about the engineers. They hate you too. Yeah, well, I'll right back at them. Bunch of, you know, honest, I think sometimes engineers get up in the morning and say, I'm going to take this stance and I'll just argue it all day. Low Tide should hold seminars teaching parents the kind of slang kids say today. Come for on the clock, stay for the slang from Martin. My daughter's big into slay now. Do you guys use slay? Oh, almost slay. Ex- almost exclusively. And I say it like that. Slay. You've got it down pretty good. You got the hand motion going and well, everything. Well, that's what I hear every Not day. Bad. I go home. Hey, how was your day? Slay. You know? That's, you see, you can't use it to describe every day. It needs to be saved for like special well, occasions. Special all events. I know is I hear it enough that I know what it is. My goodness. You're you using know. it well, honestly, and you're a guy who can pull off slay. Don't let any, anyone tell you different. LMFAO, boys. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. you're, you're trying too hard. All right. <laughs> on the way, it's you, right? You're next? Yes, sir. Declination's coming up after Giddy the break. Up. That's on the way in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440 for Wolf GMC Buick. Check them out at wolfgmcbuick.com. I thought we had an order of things. I thought the show had a structure and a template that we followed. That is not the Declination song. Declan, what's happening? All right, listen. If we need to fire someone, today's the day. Okay. Because that's this is my segment. This is I don't like, understand what you don't what come he's in doing. on Declan's time totally. and do things wrong. Exactly, and it sounded like Thelma Houston. Who was that? That, that was Shakira. Shakira. Okay. Hey, not a bad choice, by the way. If you're going to play anyone, not a bad choice. Thank All you. Right. Thank Love you. Love some Shakira. All right. I want to hear that Love on the Brain song by Rihanna soon. And the video. So what are we doing today? Today, in honor of Pete Weber's 12-year anniversary of his Who Do You Think You Are, I Am. So bad. 
<laughs> so good. We are doing the top five athlete sound bites, interviews, quotes, mic'd up moments. We took liberties and added a little bit of everything. So say that again. What are you doing? So it's going to be the top five athletes mic'd up. Interviews, quotes, sound bites. Okay, moments. how many sound bites do we have? Because the idea is is good, but I feel this could go awry. I personally don't actually have any sound bites. I think Donovan has a couple. So okay. he'll have a few in there. So Mine are a little more straightforward. The hilarity will ensue. Yes, All right. sir. So we go five to one. Who do we start with? We're going to start with me, of course. Right. And, with, and we have the audio. And then do we saying. we wanted something. We want a little wrinkle today. We want to spice things up a little bit. I okay. want everyone to tune it, text in and tell us who had the better top five, myself oh, okay. or Donovan. All right. It's not going to change anything because honestly, if Donovan wins, he doesn't get to make a list next week. No. And if I win, it's business as usual. Where's oh, my boom. dinky toy? You were going to buy me a Hot Wheels. I have. I, you know what? Funny you say that. I actually have it at my house. Okay. I promise. I'll, take is, a picture. I'll bring it to you. Uh, where's that damn dentist who got a free show? When is he showing up? You know up? what? I think he actually texted in not, a, not, not too long ago and we didn't get back to him. So we're definitely going to have to get in touch so he, and make it happen. He's texting us and we just don't give a rat's behind, even though he won the thing. He did, yeah. And he bid money Paid on good it. money. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get him in here ASAP. God, my, we my are just dentist. falling apart here, man. He, he, was, he did great work on my teeth. I love him. Well, but he's going to hate us. We need, yeah. we got like 11 friends. I know. know. It's tough. I anyway. blame Donovan. Okay. <laughs> Without further ado. Number five. Number five. Yeah. They wrote me off. I ain't right back though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. <laughs> they wrote me off. I ain't right back though. Geno Smith. I loved it. He came with a lot of heat in that interview. A lot of passion. Listen, Geno Smith, he is what he is as a quarterback, but I love that mindset. He's a straight dog. I love that interview. I love that quote. That's my number five. I think that's awesome. All right. For young Donovan, number five. You like that? You like that? Pretty good. A little Kirk Cousins action. Walking down the tunnel as a member of the Redskins. Donovan, I won't uh, take too much of your shine. What, what are your thoughts? What more do I have to say? This is just one of the most iconic football clips of all time. You can't be a sports fan and not know Kirk Cousins. You like that? Is that what he said? I didn't hear what he said. Yeah. You do like you want, that? Do you want me to replay it again for yes, you? Yes, could you? I, because it's it was so quick. It's, it's like, you know, the paper boy when I don't pay him. You like that? You like that? Pretty good. If he only could enunciate. Okay, number four. Number four. Oh, uh, now I know he ain't talking with the big teeth in his mouth. I've never called anybody ugly. Do I think people are <laughs> ugly? Yeah, I think he's ugly, but I've never said that. He just did. He started it. I'm not going to get into a peeing contest with a skunk. You'll lose every time. But I will say this. On Sunday, he got an opportunity to back up what he said. Is he my friend? No. Did I ever view him as a friend? No. Does I view him as an acquaintance? No. Do I like him? No. If I see him in a snowstorm, his, tr- his truck is broke down, mine is going perfectly. Would I pick him up? No. Other than that, <laughs> I could care less about Ray Buchanan. How oh, is that not number, number one? Number four, Shannon Sharp talking about Ray Buchanan, an all-time interview battle back and forth between the two of them. Ray had some good moments as well, but that was definitely Shannon's time to shine. That is my number four. That was good, too. That wasn't, that, was. Bad. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That is brilliant. Thank All right. you, sir. Donovan, number four. Buddy, you suck at hockey. Have you been in the minors for how long? How long? And you're still on the fourth line. You're still on the fourth line. <laughs> awesome. I, all I need to say is just Drew Doughty, the guy has compilations of his chirps on, on the ice. Now, this is the most clean one that there is, so that's why this one's here. But um, 
he just absolutely destroys Pat Maroon. Th- this clip is is the stuff of legends. That that really is brilliant. And I want to give a special shout out to any boxing fans out there because I really wanted to have Adrian Broner on mm-hmm. my clips. But if you know Adrian Broner, you know you can't play him on the radio. So he had to be left off. Anyway, number three. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? <laughs> Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you're going to shut it for you real quick. L.O.B. L.O.B. I love that one. Richard Sherman, all the personality. That was really the interview that who, put him on the map. Who, who is the who is the woman who said we're not talking about you? Aaron Andrews. Aaron Side Andrews deserves the, yeah. the Academy Award and the Pulitzer and everything else. I wish we had video for this because if we could have pl- oh. played her face during that interview, she was shocked. She didn't know what to do. She ended like a pro. That's we weren't talking three. about you is is this is the sound of a man having his legs cut off at the knees, yeah. bleeding out. We weren't I was, it, put, it put Richard Sherman on the map. I love right. that quote. My number three. Okay. Number three for Donovan. Hey, boy, Harney, sir, that one, but I get useless. Did he say eat our? He might have. Eat up. He was saying eat up, okay. bud. Eat up. That is Travis okay. Konechny in the stadium series. The NHL chose to mic him up. And if I'm being honest, that was one of the best mic ups that the NHL's wow. ever done. The guy, the guy's such a good agitator, like under the radar agitator. So that was well done. That was an unbelievable mic up. Incredible job. Uh, so that's three. Number two. Number two. I'm calling the president. President, we need a National Guard. We need as many men as you can spare because we are killing the Patriots. So call the dogs off. Send the National Guard, please. They need emergency help. Please help these folks. They coming. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. (laughs) Another Shannon Sharp classic from the sidelines when he had the phone. He had the phone on the sidelines talking about he calling the president. Incredible moment. This guy was the biggest personality in sports in his prime. He was that was my number two. Did they win? Oh yeah, they won. All right. Because if you if you'd brag like that, help you, is on the way. You better. <laughs> I called the president. Help is on the way. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Donovan. The National League. Why? The minors. You were in the minors longer than me. You dumb. Do stupid shit. Go dye your hair. I remember that <laughs> Go one. That's dye your hair. Awesome. Classic. If Classic. you if you don't know why he says go dye your hair at the end, Matt Martin says that to Drew Miller. No. And Drew Miller was famous for having very, very, very dyed hair. Please go look it up if you haven't seen Drew Miller's uh, shots, like pictures. Wow, but nice. It's uh, it, That's a classic. These are great ones. All right, number one from Declan. Number one. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Was there ever a doubt? Awesome. Mike Tyson. In the ring. And and 
when when he was at his peak as a fighter, he was legitimately scary. Oh yeah, one of the scariest fighters ever, if not the scariest fighter ever. I can't remember. Right up there with Big George. It was like maybe the third or fourth big fight he had. I can't remember his opponent, but his opponent said after the fight, he said. I'm 90 seconds in, and I'm thinking, you know, why am I here? I got a wife and kids, <laughs> and he's were, a fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a few who felt that way. That might have been, <sighs> yeah. I mean, that, that the Holmes knockout, like, my oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Ferocious. And, of course, Ollie could be in there, but that is a great one. All Thank right, you, number one from Donovan. It's only game. Why do you have to be mad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. That is awesome. That, awesome. That clip just... It transcended the game. Let's be honest here. That was the. I think that was the most meme sports clip maybe of all time. I, yeah. I, I'm dare gonna. I'm dare gonna say that. But I, I. How can you not love that clip? Well, and and from the person that it's from too, right? Like a, a goalie from you know. I mean, he, he English is not bear. his first language, and he nails it right. Um, this is interesting. I don't want. Are we done? That was really well done. That was all of them. And we need that you to vote on a te- text us. Text in who had the better list. You don't actually have to. I was just curious. <laughs> you don't no, actually well, have to. Text I mean, in. Let's do it. But Donovan's Donovan's weekly selection next week will be riding on it. Uh, uh, if he wins, he's cut. Okay. Eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Now I have something for you, and it is a quote. And I'm not trying to upstage you. This just happened. Julian McKenzie. Athletic for Calgary says Eric Francis asked Jacob Markstrom about the trade talks surrounding him and if he's willing to be moved. He said the following. Are you ready for this? I think everyone in here, every player, I really respect everything that's been going on and not going on. How everyone in this room have handled everything. I think it's been really good. The whole situation and everything. Am I happy about that? No, I'm not. And I think it could have been handled a lot different from up top. That's a, I mean, pretty scathing. Well, that's an unusual quote yep. from a guy who is employed by the team that he is being critical of. That was just absolutely nonsensical, is what that was. Wow, that 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 tells me that he was involved in a trade and may have found out differently, or found out, or, or it didn't go the way he wanted it to. Yeah, um, there are a few ways to interpret that. Oof. But none of them are good. Well, if you're if you're Craig Conroy right now, yeah, you're probably he just said we're keeping him. Man, I wonder sometimes, and and I don't want to bring this up because this is going to be taken the wrong way by Flames fans. But I think sometimes teams like the Oilers and the Flames, I'll frame it that way, are in a bad spot with these free agents because you know the free agent player like Hannafin right now, he can say no to pretty much anybody because. Teams who are going to trade for him, they want to sign him first. Yes. And he can say, no, I don't want to go there. So he can prune it down to Boston or Tampa Bay or whatever. And then Calgary has to take whatever those teams are offering. And if I'm Calgary, I don't take either. I say, to hell with this noise. I would. I'd walk him. Because really? he wants to play for a Stanley Cup, yeah. and they're getting 10 cents on the dollar. And they're going to look like fools. Cronroy will trade Hannafin, and people will go, what the hell? You got nothing. And it's it. this is the power of the agent. And we see it in basketball and baseball and certainly in soccer where guys don't even want to go, and they, the agent ends up selling them because it's a profit, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder about – I really do wonder about what's going on in Calgary. And I, I'm not I'm – not, I just Dancing wonder, a jig. Like, there may come a day, D-Day may come around and 10 cents on the dollar is better than nothing. I wonder if they ever find themselves in that situation, in that mindset. 
that's the Leon question for the summer. Yeah. And we don't want to address it because people will get mad. Maybe we do. Not today. We've talked about it in the past and everybody gets upset, but it's a reality. Okay. That was a fun hour. Man, did it fly. I, by the way, I, I liked both of yours. They were both excellent. Choose between your favorite child, Al. Who do you I like? I can't better? do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, fair enough. And you know, and I'm, even in this situation where I'm, I'm not even fond of either of you, I can't really ch- make a choice. People would be shocked at how little you actually like both of us. Yeah. Off well, air. I, I, they'll never know, but they'd be shocked. I like to begin every every meeting we have with "Don't speak to me" and "Don't make eye contact," and that's sort of how I. Roll. I looked at you once, and you threw boiling water in my face. Never again. <laughs> And I tried to get Mrs. Andrews as our boss, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the way, it's Lansky, Yaremchuk, and more. Next hour, Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440, and it's time for an update.